The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Morley Scott, this is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey friends, Chadville, you made it. All the way to Friday. It's Friday. And a weekend uh, awaits, but first, uh, let's grind our way through this. A short show today, grind though. Grind our way through it. <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> We're on the air Man. until 3.30, at which time the City Ford Faceoff show will take uh-huh. over. Uh, Reed Wilkins and who are those company. Boys playing tonight. Buffalo oh, Sabers, who are on a bit of a losing streak. Okay, this is good news. Well, we tend to end streaks, so let's not bank on that just mm. yet. But uh, sure, they're not a they're not a great team momentarily. So we'll see what happens. I'm speaking now of the Sabers, not the Oilers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it would be nice this to weekend. Uh, working. Oh, you're going to White Court, aren't you? Tomorrow night, I am. Yeah. yeah. Tonight, I'm not too sure what to do with this because 3.30 will be off the air. 5 mm-hmm. o'clock's puck drop. It's a Friday, so I would typically play darts with Hunter, mm-hmm. who gets off at 7. So do I just leave here and go to the bend? Because what does that look like at 9? What does it matter? I you guess. take an Uber home and, well, yeah. and go to have a nap and <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You These early games. You don't have to get, you know, you can just have a couple. That's true. I've heard that. Um, hey, speaking of hockey, we got to tell you about this. Yeah, time's running out. Yeah, very little time for this. You have until 3 o'clock to uh, weigh in on this. And listen, well, Jay, why don't you describe it? Then I'll tell you why. Um, what's going to be shocking. Okay, this, this is uh, it's, uh, a part of the Heroes Hockey Challenge event that's uh, coming up December 3rd weekend. So it's all the money raised is going to the PPCLI Foundation and the Edmonton Garrison Military Family Resource Centre. Now, this is... Uh, an experience. It's an opportunity for you to bid on the opportunity to lace up your skates and play a hockey game alongside former Edmonton Oilers stars. Now, check it out. Who these who these stars include? Smitty. So mm-hmm. Ryan Smith, yep. Craig McTavish, Dave Lumley, Fernando Pisani, and more. Then you get to you know, hang out with them on the bench, the full locker room experience That's with right. the boys, a, a pregame meal, personalized Edmonton Oilers alumni jersey, and uh, Heroes Hockey Challenge skate mat. And then there's more. There's more celebrities involved in this as well. So also playing on the alumni team include Ty Gretzky, country music star Gord Bamford, Olympic gold medalist, Dave Pelche yep. is a figure skater. You remember uh, Saleh and Pelche. Um, and, oh, 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 yeah. And, and uh, Olympic gold medalist uh, Haley Wickenheiser. All right. So I always say this about fundraisers, and this is the best example of that I've ever, ever seen. So tell me again what it raises money for. It raises for the PPCL, Princess Patricia's Canadian Light Infantry Foundation, which is helping uh, our members and our, and our veterans and the Edmonton Garrison Military Family Resource Centre, which helps uh, our military families um, through the entire the entire system, through the entire before, during, after transition, helps with the kids, helps with deployment. It it does so much great work on the right. base. So all of that mm-hmm. may not be of interest to everyone listening. Mm-mm. There may be people who go, I don't know what that is, or I can't imagine why, but oh, I don't want to support that. Whatever, or supporting you know, supporting our military, right? But it doesn't matter. What matters is 
this experience is up for grabs to the highest bidder, and the current price is $330. That's it. So stay, you know, put all the rest. Of, you, listen, the best fundraisers, I've always said, are something you would buy into mm-hmm. even if they weren't raising money for anything. So you, if you want to help with those two great causes, great. But if you don't care about those two great causes for any reason, forget about that for a second and ask yourself this. Would you or anyone in your family, somebody in your circle of friends, like to play a game with Oilers? Actually be in the dress mm-hmm. room, lace up, sit on the bench, go out, take passes from some of the Smitty most iconic. Yeah. You want to have Ryan Smith maybe parked in front of the net so you can give him that nice soft saucer pass and he'll tinker it in for you aside from what it raises money for 350 bucks would get you on top on this now here's how you bid it's it's not complicated go to our facebook page so 630chat.com we've pinned the link to the top of the page so just take a look for that top pinned uh post that we put up there you'll see an oiler's jersey that's right and then just click on the link that's in the story and you can bid so that's and and like i say oftentimes when people raise money and i you know as a comedian i work at a lot of fundraisers in fact i think saturday night's a fundraiser Mm -hmm. and a lot of times when when people do it wrong in my opinion my humble opinion what they do is they try and sell the charity instead of selling the the experience Mm -hmm. and and you know what so this coincidentally raises money for two great charities but who cares for 350 bucks you can play All with the Oilers Oilers fans out who doesn't there? want to do that or think about it as an early Christmas gift for uh, mm-hmm. that uh, man or woman in your life that would love it. and by the way you don't have to be a man for this it man no, 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 and woman no. just have to be over the age of 18 and have your own hockey equipment that's right they're not going to provide that they will give you a jersey though mm-hmm. I'm telling you this is a once-in-a-lifetime experience and it's a steal at like I say the high bid at the moment is three $330, which is ridiculous. 48 minutes left to bid on this. Right. It closes at 3 o'clock today. It has today. to be done by 3. So I'm telling you right now that even if you don't know somebody in your family or circle of friends or yourself, you're not 100% sure, who cares? Put a bit of 5 mm-hmm. or $750. Put something down. Get yourself on record as bidding on this or you're going to miss this huge opportunity and you're going to kick yourself for it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I. It absolutely blows my mind when, because you know the number of years that I'm I just spent. Just looking at these names, thinking, I know. Oh. The number of years that I spent raising money, and and putting together memorabilia to sell and getting it framed and trying to get experiences, I would have dropped mm-hmm. dead if For somebody this. landed this on my lap. Yeah. This would have been our number one mm-hmm. item in a fifty-item auction, mm-hmm. no question about it. Because you know what? Ex- everything else you can buy, experiences you can't. So again, our 630 Ched Facebook page, the link is right there. It's pinned to the top. You'll see the Oilers jersey. Click mm-hmm. on the see more. It's got the, all the details right there. You can read about it. Now listen, we've got a couple of people texting saying they'd like to bid, but they're not on Facebook. I can't help you with no. that. You have to create a Facebook page. You have to talk to somebody who's on Facebook. It has to be done. Well, listen. Oh, wait a second. It doesn't have to be done through Facebook. Facebook is where the link is. But I can't. I, I can't bid for you. You have to bid for yourself. So if you are not on Facebook, I'm giving you plenty of warning right now. Jaylen's about to give you a rather complicated email address, and then you don't have to be on Facebook. Just hold on a second, yeah. Yeah, you get it. So the link is there on our Facebook page, but that's not where you bid. So you go to 63Ched's Facebook page, you click on the link. So if you can give us the link, Jaylen. Yeah, just hold on a second. We'll give people tons of time to get a piece of paper, uh, pull over. It's, uh, Here we it's go. Great rather convoluted. Right. Actually, why don't I just 
copy and paste it and send it to you. Sure, if you want to probably do that on the texting line. Yeah. If you want to just ask here, for the link, it's um, www. Of course, so www.hhcyellowribbongala.com forward slash light l i t e hyphen u i forward slash question mark controller equals lots are you kidding me right now i know that's the problem okay an and mark action equals show okay. lot and id equals one i'm just going Forget to it. i'm just going to send you the link sure just text the show at 6 30 6 30 only or, if you legitimately need the link and are not on facebook and okay. jaylin will send you the or, link. yeah if yeah or you can email me at jaylin j-l-y-n at 630ched, 630ched, C-H-E-D dot com. Mm-hmm. J-L-Y-N at 630ched dot com. All right. Those are all the ways that you can get the link. But otherwise, you know, I'm pretty sure you don't have to be on Facebook to actually open Facebook, though. I think as a guest, you can look at Facebook, can't you? So, like I say, the link's complicated, so it's better to see it on Facebook and just click on it. Use Facebook. Yeah, sorry. Here's the link. There you go, guys. Okay, there you go. Text me the link. All these people asking for the link. Yeah. Well, you're going to be busy for the next yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah, I'm sending you. I'm trying to get back to you. Um, that's the best way. Hey, thank you. I got it up. I'll do it. Yes, please, Jay Lynn. Um, they text me the link. Okay. okay. I hope it works, guys. We'll keep an Let eye on our texting not, line. Yeah. Email me at jaylynn at 630ched.com. There you go. And thank you. And thank you for the interest. Again, it's a really, really great opportunity. Yeah, and it should be like $330. You know what? Like, exactly. What? And, and uh, like I say, you're coming from the perspective of, listen, let's not miss this opportunity to raise money for two great causes that you're passionate about. Yeah. I'm coming from the angle <laughs> this that... This is a really great experience. This is a great experience, and it's priced so stupidly yeah. low right now yeah. that you got to throw some money on this. To, you know, and I'll tell you right now, in a live auction at a benefit... If everyone in the room knew that that was one of the items coming up, and and listen, I say this as somebody who I spent 10 years doing Uh live auctions to raise money for the uh, Alberta Cancer Foundation, I'm telling you right now, this one would go for 15 or 20,000. That's what it would go for. And it's sitting at 330. Yeah. So anything less than 20,000, you got yourself a heck of a bargain. I would bid anything right now just to be on top for a few minutes. 2.15 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Uh, keep your questions coming. I'll send you the link. I will continue after this. On the Friday edition, yes, the Friday edition of the 6.30 Ched Afternoon News. Hope you're having a great uh, Friday afternoon. Um, thanks, everybody, for your interest in this. And again, it's, uh, we'll tell you about it one more time, a once-in-a-lifetime oppor- uh, opportunity to play with uh, the Edmonton Oilers alumni at the Heroes Hockey Challenge, December 3rd. Your opportunity to play with Ryan Smith, Craig McTavish, Dave Lumley, Fernando Pisani, other players on the team, Ty Gretzky, music star Gord Bamford, David Pelche, Olympic gold medalist, um, Olympic gold medalist Haley Wickenheiser. Uh, are going to play a team of Canadian Armed Forces members. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. Right. Um, to, to, to bid on it, I'm sending you the link to a number of it. It's on our 630 Chet Facebook page right now. Yeah, now I've uh, gone to the Facebook page, clicked on the link just to see. It's, by the way, at $1,100 $1, right now. $1,100 now. Um, 
Yeah, that's the best way to do it, folks. Honestly, go to the Facebook page. And as I say, I don't think you have to even have Facebook in order to go to Facebook.com and then find the 6-3 Ched page. But Jay's happy to send you the link as well. Yeah, so. I'll keep sending it to you if you, you'd like. So just um, I'll we'll, tell you we'll what, remind I can't, you, it's like 40 yeah, minutes away. I can't skate, and I'm thinking about uh, putting a bid on throwing it? a bid down on this. I mean, you know. Well, you could just sit on You could just sit on the I'd bench, too. I'd be happy too. just to sit on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, and get the jersey, and yeah. Listen, like I say, I don't even skate, and I'm very interested in this <laughs> Well, package. come on. Get off yeah. your wallet. Get off your wallet. Again, 40 minutes. We'll keep you updated uh, through the next 40 minutes or so. Where do you want to start with today? Oh, gosh. I don't know. How about this? Uh, sort of an odd story. It's Friday, of course, so we kind of specialize in odd stories. But now you're a former Northern Ontario resident. I am. Have you ever heard of Smooth Rock Falls? No, I had to Google it. And where is it? Um, it's kind of northeastern Ontario. Okay. Yeah. Close to anything in particular? Uh, Caledon. Um, oh, that didn't help. Well, here's the deal. And and, uh, and again, another deal to be it's had. It's between Cochrane and Kapiskasing. Still nothing. Okay. Uh, Highway 11 at uh, Matagami River. What's the first town I've heard of that would be near it? Okay, hold on. All right. There's this town in northern Ontario called Smooth Rock Falls. They Kapiskasing? Had a, closer. Timmins. Timmins. North of Timmins. There you go. Lots of great hockey players from Timmins. All right, finally, something I can identify with. So they've got a problem. They've had a problem for quite a while. They used to have a pulp mill up there. It closed down. Pretty common story in a lot of small communities. You know, everybody worked for the pulp mill or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, every store catered to the employees of the pulp mill and, you know, that sort of thing. So the pulp mill closes and people move out of town. They have to, you know, that's what you got to do, right? You got to go find gainful employment. Um, but they don't want, the officials in Smooth Rock Falls, Ontario, don't want to become a ghost town. Mm. So they had a campaign. They tried it last year. They're going to do it again. So how do you stay alive? Right. What do you do when, and I think about this all the time, um, driving through towns. Oh, so many small towns. So many small towns. And you know they're based on that mill or that, you know, that one resource that they're taking advantage of. And what happens if it shuts down? Or or here in Alberta, like a town that drives all of its income from coal or, you know, and just what's going to happen to that town. So here's what they've done. Um, As part of their campaign, the municipal government put 15 parcels (laughs) of town land, so land that they owned, up for sale, offering prospective buyers rebates of up to 90% of the cost. And that brought down some of the lots to a price tag of 500 bucks. So you you could own land and again, I don't know if you're going to develop the land or what you're going to do with the land, but how do you not Take advantage Jump on of a five hundred dollar, and the, what, here's what I don't like about the story. So they, the officials say when they did it, they got hundreds of mm-hmm. calls, uh, some as far away as China, Australia. A steady trickle of visitors who came to the community to see what the land looked like, and but the town got uh, the land that they offered last time got snapped up by a single developer within the first week. And the government officials say private real estate sales are starting to increase thanks to the newcomers who are now taking with the area. I, I don't. I loved the idea until the one guy snapped up all the properties. Yeah, so and that's what I thought. That jumped out at me as well. Yeah. And I get, hey, it's a it's a great opportunity. It's a great deal. So, 
Yeah, but spread the love around, I yeah. guess, a little bit. And then I think, well, what are you going to do with it? Right. My fear would be that uh, the one developer develops a whole bunch of houses and sells them for what you would typically sell them for. However, given that the economy is in such rough shape, apparently, in Smooth Rock Falls, uh, maybe, you know, they'll be priced mm-hmm. appropriately, mm-hmm. right? I would assume they would be. Uh, whether they are or not, they're doing it again. So... Officials say they're so pleased with the success of the campaign, they're putting another dozen parcels of town property up for well, sale by the end of the month. So something to keep your nice eye place, on. Maybe a nice place to have a cottage. You know, I camp, think it might be a like nice that? place, and maybe this is just me, I think it might be a nice place to own land and sell at a profit. It's right on a, it's right on a big river. Yeah. Lake, oh, it's thing. beautiful. Yeah, I Googled a couple. I did uh, Google Earth and took a look at the images. Beautiful little town. I wouldn't mind owning property in general, though. Mm. And then if some developer wants to come along and buy all the lots around me, I'd be more than happy to negotiate a fair price to turn over mine. It's sort of like the window seat on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I want, at the very least, yeah, I want what bucks. I paid for it, and then let's <laughs> throw a little profit. We are, after all... A- yeah, <laughs> and it's... And it's- it's sad when you're driving through some of these um, little towns, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, across Canada. I noticed it a lot. Again, I mentioned that trip yesterday from Sault Ste. Marie down to Traverse City. You know, you come up to a four-way stop and there's an old barn over here mm-hmm. and an old shut-down gas station over here and a couple of, you know, houses that are empty. And you're like, what was it that was here right. that kept you here, that brought you here? And, and what happened? I find it fascinating when you see a town, and I, I, I can't think of a better example, and I know in the past I've taken a shot or two at North Battleford, but North Battleford is, is one that sticks out in my mind. So you've got a river, mm-hmm. um, you've got industry, and you know, like most towns, the development started with that. So there was a river, so there was a way to move, uh, you bring in supplies and move out product, um, there was a way to bring in people. And, you know, you start to think, okay, so what made North Battleford stay North Battleford mm-hmm. and New York become New York? You know you know what I mean? Or Edmonton become Edmonton, where you just say, okay, so that, they all had a common denominator in the beginning that, you know, this is either where the settlers decided would be a good location or where they got tired of traveling mm-hmm. and said... Screw well, it, we're staying here. You know, combination of the, the animals, the land, the water... But some cities, you know, some settlements develop into cities and others don't. Just disappear. Yeah. And a single industry town like this, that's the other side of the story. Can you imagine the (laughs) devastation created in that town when the pulp announced it was closing? Dave M. says, a friend of mine and I uh, bought uh, lots in the county of Two Hills on a tax sale for prices ranging from 50 to $200, some of them with houses. He bought bought at least 30 lots, most of them in Harry Hill. Um... Good afternoon, Jalen and Andrew. Longtime listener, never a caller. Well, just wondering if you were a couple in a past life. <laughs> no. <laughs> I chuckle a lot listening never. to your show. Like a past life, do you mean like 20 years ago or 200 years ago? <laughs> oh, I see what I, you're saying. I don't think ever. Don't even get me going on past lives because I got a problem with that. Past wives? Lives. Oh, well, I think you have a problem with past wives too. They have a problem with me. I don't think about them. Um, (laughs) My problem with past lives is, without making a judgment on whether or not that's a thing, my problem is everybody was always an emperor. 
or a leader. Mm. And nobody mm-hmm. ever just shoot horses. You know what I mean? Oh, there was a lot of them, actually. Really? Oh, yeah. Actually, probably more so than the emperors and queens and princesses. Who believe that they, in the past <laughs> life they were like a jester? <laughs> just a reminder, again, the Heroes Hockey Challenge, uh, your opportunity to bid on really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to play with uh, some uh, Oilers alumni at the Heroes Hockey Challenge, December 3rd. Um, Ryan Smith, Craig McTavish, Lumley, Fernando Pisani, along with uh, Dave Pelche, Ty Gretzky, country music star Gord Bamford, Haley Wickenheiser, facing off against a, a team made up of Armed Forces members. If you go to the 630 Ched Facebook page right now, you can bid on that opportunity. It's still crazy closes, The bidding closes in 30 minutes. Right. If you don't have Facebook and you're interested, let me know at 630-630 and I'll send you a link. Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chat, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. 235. Thanks for joining us. We'll be wrapping things up in less than an hour on the 630 Chat Afternoon News as we make way for the City Ford I was going to say the City Ford Fashion Show. The City Ford <laughs> Face-Off Show. Yes, it will be Reed Wilkins, Bob Stoffer, and Jack Michaels modeling the latest in hockey wear. Not often associated with fashion shows, those three guys. But, uh, hey, why not? Reed actually uh, nails a suit. Oh, he looks great in a suit. Yeah. So does I can't, Jack. What well, I can't do? speak for the others. I, don't, I haven't seen it except on the big screen. Mm. Um, I don't know. Do they still do that at Rogers? They used to have, uh, I think it was Jack and uh, Bob would come on the big screen. Uh, at Rexall and uh, warn you about getting hit in the face with a puck. Is that... Do they do I that at Rogers? I haven't been to a hockey game at Rogers yet. Oh, I have. Been to a couple concerts, but not a hockey game. All right, so listen, it's Friday. We don't have a lot of time. Uh, saw this story. Uh, nothing to be concerned about, but something uh, sort of an interesting story. Uh, there's a lady out in Sherwood Park. She owns a little pooch. What kind of dog is it? A Shih Tzu, I think. Yeah. Uh, just a little dog. A little dog with a heart murmur, by the way. And that'll become significant in just a moment. So she let the dog out the other night, about 10 p.m. on Tuesday, uh, so he could have his nightly uh, pee. And uh, he didn't come back in for a bit. Oh, no. So, yeah, so she was kind of concerned. Uh, took a look out in the backyard. He's on his side, and on top oh, no. of him, yeah, a great horned owl. What? Yeah, this this owl, and it's huge, <laughs> this thing, is attacking the dog. The dog is motionless, and the reason I brought up the heart murmur is she thinks now he, he might have passed out. Mm. I would have. Like out of shock. So she ran into the backyard, as uh, pet owners do, uh, putting her own safety aside and uh, grabbed the dog away from the owl and brought it inside. Dogs are going to be fine. Good. Um, But the story prompted a few other neighbors to say, yeah, actually, we've seen (laughs) great horned owls. They're big birds, if you've ever seen them. Seriously, I spent 45 years on this planet wanting to see an owl live in person. I've seen a a little one, but not any of these beauties, like the white owls or the great horned owls in the wild or in my backyard. Well, it's interesting because experts, one biologist, for example, um, he He's the manager of environmental planning with Strathcona County. Says there's a lot, there's a number of owls in the area. Oh yeah. Uh, but typically, this is not an issue. Them attacking pets. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I told you once. But I, I know you just said you'd not seen one. But I had Jack out one day. 
I miss Jack. Anyways, I put Jack out, same sort of thing. But Jack was a Bernese Mountain Dog, so a big dog, right? Put him out back, and then I would, you know, you stand by the back door, you wait for him to do his business. Yeah. As he got older, you'd open the door a crack and go, Jack, pee, right? You start, I feel bad about that now because he's an old guy and he's having trouble. But anyway. You don't uh, want anyone yelling at you. Come on, Andrew, I don't, pee. but you know that's coming. But... Um, <laughs> One night, I, you know, Jack, come on, pee, right? Because Carol's gone to bed, mm-hmm. I, you know. Uh, I'm the only one up, but I'm standing in the kitchen, lights out and everything, and he's just frozen, just fro- like just staring up at the garage. So I walk out onto the back deck, and I'm like, Jack, what are you doing? And he's not moving, he's just staring at the up. garage. So I look up, and you sort of, you think, what, what is that? Like there's some mm-hmm. dark shape, right? So... I go back in the house and get a flashlight and come back out, shine it up there. This massive owl mm-hmm. sitting on the peak of the garage, just making total yeah. eye contact with Jack and Jack making total eye contact yeah. with him. And the two of them just staring it down, right? But there, if you've ever seen one in person, I know you haven't, Jay, but I know you've probably seen them in zoos or yep. you know, on the internet. When you see them in person, they are a mighty bird. Oh, yeah. yeah They're yeah. big and yeah. scary. yeah. I mean, I just it, yeah. I, I I love I love birds and mm-hmm. I I'm fascinated by them. I would love to see one in person, but I I think you would you would stop in your track. You would, and you know we thought I told Carol about it. Um, obviously, I came back out and said, "Oh, you got to come downstairs and see this owl, mm-hmm. right?" And we came downstairs and saw the owl, and and we we're looking at it together through the kitchen window. And Jack was back in now. We mm-hmm. coaxed him back in again. But he still had, as Al's will, this fixated look. And Carol said, you know, I don't think he was looking at Jack. Like, as you follow his line of eyesight, he's looking at the kitchen window where Monkey the cat... The cat was... Is just sitting there. Something a little smaller, eh? Right. And, and, you know, right then, that was back when we used to let Monkey out sometimes. Yeah. Never at night, but we would let him out. And I think that was the first day where we went, okay, you know what? Let's not... Between coyotes and owls, the, let's keep the cats yeah. indoors. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. But he, absolutely. Yeah. The fact that they don't budge, like the fact that they don't just seem to care. Right, their head just swivel. rotates, right? And, and it's like they don't even care that you're there because they are smart enough to know you're not climbing your big ass up onto the garage. <laughs> <laughs> right? So they just look at you. But yeah, interesting stuff. No, I we had uh, I think I've told this story before when I was living in Williger Town, I went to open my back patio door at one point to let the two dogs out, two bird dogs, a Brittany Spaniel and a Chesapeake Bay Retriever, and there was a a barn owl on my back patio. Little dude, probably about yeah. this big, cutest little thing ever, and he's just sitting there. And sitting there, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I took the dogs to the front, let him, you know, do whatever he mm-hmm. had to do. Would check on him a couple of times, thinking he was shaking it off or, you know, whatever it was. The next morning I got up, and I opened the door again, and now he's face first. Like, he's oh, he's he's yeah. right over. It's, um, But he was still breathing. So, again, we've talked about the Wildlife Rehabilitation Society here in Edmonton. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. So... Picked him up with a towel, put him in a box, drove him over there, and they got him all heated up again and that sort of stuff. He had a massive head injury, must have flown. Oh. They think he either flew into a window or got hit by a car and landed somehow in right. the backyard, flew into the backyard. And so that was how, but that was 
well, even when we had that bird on the patio here at Six Three Chess, what do you do with it? That. What do you do with it? What do you do with it? You let it be. Look at look at the texting line. Um, good afternoon. I've uh, looked a great horned owl in the eye. It did the head moving thing right Whoa. at my direction. So spooky. That from Trucker Dave. Um, I saw an owl hunt. Uh, texting's coming in so fast. I saw an owl hunt. My one time scared the daylights out of me. Very intimidating. Stare straight through you. Yeah. Hit a huge owl by Manning a few years ago. Had to peel it out of my grill. It was a frighteningly yes. large bird. I see owls all the time. I have a video of an owl attacking my brother's truck last week while he was hunting. Did you mention this one? That my daughter's three-pound Morky was killed by a great white horned owl in Windermere six months ago. Ooh. Came down so fast that the puppy, it snapped its neck and killed her instantly. Wow. Happened under the awning of her house. Couldn't fly away with her because the puppy was tethered on a leash. And this, uh, actually, foxes and owls are the worst enemies of cats. Cats, you know, wildlife's just interesting, isn't it? I mean, there's wildlife that's in the wild, and then there's wild, you know, then there's animals, right? Like that owl, like I say, it stared through that kitchen window, and the cat stared straight back back at at it it. through the kitchen window. Neither one moved. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know how much either is thinking, like if the owl's thinking, okay, just yeah, yeah. come on outside, or the cat's thinking, I am not leaving this house. <laughs> but they would, nobody, and nobody's growling or... So we have a lot of hawks out by our place. Oh, yeah? And I've seen a couple of eagles. But again, how often are you going to see an owl? I think you're all very lucky to have seen an owl. Sure. I've seen an outline and one in the trees driving to work very early one morning, but that's it. Do you think that's a thing? And maybe I'm I'm taking too much ownership of it as a Canadian, but do you think that's a Canadian thing that... I mean, I see moose, deer, elk uh, on the highway, right? You know, every... Mm-hmm. Not every weekend, but oftentimes I do. I've seen this owl on yep. my garage. We had a coyote on our front porch one day. and And I know that I mean, in Toronto, you have raccoons or whatever. Yep. I suppose there's animals all around the world, of course, that wander into civilization. Oh, yeah. But it feels like a sort of a Canadian thing to see some of these magnificent yeah. animals and birds. My, all my cedars at the front of my house, a whole slew of them were destroyed by really? deer. You just look out, and it was like the buffet, know, the, the deer the, buffet. The pictures that you post on Facebook are actually quite fascinating. <laughs> and oftentimes, I'm not, you know, I'm not very active yep. on Facebook. Uh, and I don't want to sound creepy about this, but I'm quite active following you on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> because I quite like your pictures but some of them are like you just said out the front window and there's a half a dozen deer I mean what a great country oh yeah absolutely drives the dogs nuts I'm let me sure. tell you but uh, it's wonderful man all of you having run-ins with uh, owls all over the place and someone someone just texted me a picture of a beautiful white I'm guessing a snowy owl. I'm not sure. A big owl on a on a post. I don't know who it's from. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, something else there. Look at that. All right. Friday, do you want a feel-good story? Oh, hold it. I okay. just want to read a few more of these. Oh, sure. Uh, I'd have to say the most impressive bird of prey I've seen is a white phase gray falcon. Wow. I have to look that up. We're blessed to live in a country where the sights of beautiful animals and landscapes. Trucker Dave, absolutely. Um, I saw a huge gray wolf chomping on some roadkill in Jasper last night while I was trucking through. I would love to see a wolf. I would love to see wolves from far away. Mm. But, yeah, did you see there was a, a video that was put out in the past probably three weeks. And I forget... 
exactly which park it was, but they talked about how the introduction of a pack of wolves oh, did changed the entire ecosystem for the better. Yeah. It was it was amazing. It was a chain of events. That's right. Absolutely yeah, amazing. I that story. From who's doing what, who's, you know, that sort of, to the water, to yeah. the system. It, it was amazing. Like, the yeah. foliage changed. Everything. The, yeah, the direction of the, the yeah. river changed. Yeah, it was weird. There are some at the zoo. My favorite is the snowy owl. I see each uh, winter near Lloyd Minster. And someone wants to know if I can bow hunt for one of those deer near my place. Nope, still in the city. I don't think you're allowed to. Uh, can we text a picture to you? No, not on the text No, line. but you can email at jlyn, J-L-Y-N, at 630ched.com if you'd like to. Brian's on the phone. Hi, Brian. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's going on? Yeah, I saw, um, I saw that thing... Um, that same presentation about the introducing the uh, the wolves. I yeah, think yeah. Yellow, I think that was in Yellowstone. Oh, was I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Very interesting. Uh, like, you, you just, it's just amazing how how everything is balanced and how everything depends on everything else. You know, that's funny. Yeah. And how if one thing changes, right. just and the dynamics. I thought I thought about that a lot. We didn't do that story on the show, but I read the story and I watched the video, right? There's a video that went with it that sort of explained it in steps. Right. And you think sometimes, don't you, um, that, listen, there's a natural order of things, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and you yeah. wonder sometimes if we get it right. You know, by we, I mean, you know, when a when any government decides, well, we're going to uh, have a call for this or we're going to, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you think, well, look at that chain of events that took place. Is anyone really smart enough to know that that would have been the outcome? Exactly. But, yeah, great, great story. And you're right, it was Yellowstone. I'm just Googling it right now. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for the call. Great to hear. Hey, no problem. Yeah, I, I always love to hear when people want to talk about their encounters with wildlife mm-hmm. because I still will go back to the best call ever is that goose story. Do you remember the goose story? The goose, he gets up to the top of the thing and there's a big goose up there. He's oh, like, ah! yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just in the way he told it. I wish I still had it. I saved it and saved it and saved it. Hi, Dan. Who's this? Dan, hi. What's going on? Um, when I was 11 years old, I was chased by a wolverine on a quad. Really? That's not a fun experience. I was in the bush. He was catching up to me until I reached the road. Wolverines are nasty little critters, aren't they? What are, what are they, like 45, 50 pounds? I, I had people in the city here try to tell me that, you know, nobody ever sees them. I was like, um, <laughs> go north. <laughs> and it was, keep, it was keeping up with you? In, in the bush, it was catching yeah. up to me. Yeah, wow. Until I got to the road, then I was able to crack it. But it was, like, I was actually, um, I don't, I had to change my pants. Let's put it that way. Oh, (laughs) wow. Yeah, no kidding. And no help anywhere nearby, right? I mean, were you yelling and screaming? Because everyone always says, just make a big noise, right? I know that's typically thought of for bears, but in general, if you make a big noise. But I've I've seen the opposite be true, that they're like, scream all you want. Nobody can hear you. Well, with wolverines, they don't seem to care because the quad was an older one. So, it was, well, I mean, I'm mid thirties now, and I was eleven, so it was an old quad then. Wow. But um, no, the quad was pretty darn loud, and it wasn't making anything. I just stared straight ahead. I looked back once after I saw it the first time, and it was catching up. I went, "Uh oh." <laughs> You know, and it's funny, right? It really doesn't matter. I mean, that's a that's a potentially dangerous animal, but it doesn't really matter. Like, get a squirrel in your living room sometime, 
it has the it has the same effect. Like the two of you just look at each other and go, "Oh God, how does this turn out?" Right? And it turns out, by the way, a squirrel can do significant damage to a house. Oh, oh it sure can. Absolutely, Dan. Great to hear from you. Thanks. Thank you for sharing. A couple texts wondering if that hockey auction is still going on. Yes. And we're down to the last few minutes. So in case you missed it or you want to, you know, still get in on it, just want to tell you that there is. Um, five minutes, six minutes left in it, and it's your chance to uh, lace up your skates, play alongside former Oilers stars uh, Ryan Smith, Craig McTavish, Dave Lumley, Fernando Pisani, and more. Ty Gretzky, that's Wayne Gretzky's son. He's yep. the baseball player. Uh, country star Gord Bamford, Dave Pelche, Olympic gold medalist, along with uh, Haley Wickenheiser. The money raised going to the PPCLI Foundation and the Edmonton Garrison Military Family Resource Center. The bidding ends, as we mentioned, in five minutes. Just, yeah, in minutes, and again... It's the whole experience from the dressing room to the bench mm-hmm. to the game, plus the jersey that yeah. uh, you'll tell everybody. I'm sure everybody there will autograph that bad boy mm-hmm. for you as well. It's still way, way, way underpriced. underpriced where it should be. Best and easiest way to find it, go to 630 Chet's Facebook page. We've pinned to the top the story with a link to bidding, but you have less than five minutes to get if that If you're done. not on Facebook, text me at 630-630. I'll send you a link. The 630 Chet Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chet.